0: What's up, George? Hi, Carlos. Welcome to another episode of the Milwaukee Media Podcast.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, man. how you doing? How you feeling? We're good. I'm good. I'm really good, dude. It's um yeah. We're yep. We're chugging along. Same here. Same
0: here. Everything, everything, everything's balanced, everything's good, you know, I'm getting very used to the YouTube thing, so I'm doing a lot of, like, hand signals with no sound, and I'm like, wait, it's still a podcast, like, you know, people still need to Primarily, family. yeah, and it's yes, primarily. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, everything is, uh, everything's going really well, so That's I'm, I'm excited to for hear. today, I'm excited, yeah, I'm excited for what we're going to talk about. Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of, like, snuck it in, we decided what we're going to do, it, and yeah, yeah yeah it was a very if you haven't been following along with the previous episodes it's been a very natural sequence of events uh we don't need to go over everything that's been going on in the world you guys know that but um george and i you know went through our you know processing with everything that's been going on and it kind of it kind of triggered this move of like hey why don't we revisit one of the eckhart tolle books and um and and kind of get to another balanced place without dismissing anything that's going on in the world, but at the same time being able to get in a balanced place so we can be more effective in all areas of our life. So, um, so we're 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 gonna do the the chapter by chapter. Each episode will we'll talk about one chapter of the book A New Earth. If you don't feel like reading it, that's fine because you could just listen to our podcast. Um, this hasn't been done before uh, by Oprah Winfrey and Eckhart. And, um, and we're going to do the Mawaka version of this. So I'm very excited.
1: Yeah. I, lo- I mean, listen, it, that, I mean, the Oprah Edgar Tolle podcast really shifted my, my thinking. So I did that. And then I read, I, like, listened to the book. I, did, I downloaded the Audible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in conjunction, the two pieces together, working back and forth, Kind of listening, like, especially the first chapter, it gets very heady and very, very big, big, big picture, um, which I can see as a barrier to entry. Mm -hmm. Um, But I stuck with it mostly because I think she's awesome, and I I don't remember what I was going through at the time. Maybe it just came with, it was like the right thing at the right time, honestly. Um, and so I like the idea of a guided, like, book club reading, um, especially on the topic of spirituality. Um, being that I have my own struggles and personal, personal conflicts with uh, religion, um, this was something that I could find myself being able to be in a space with people who are very religious, like my, fa- particularly my family. It really helped me. It helped me balance out my relationship that I felt was like that I was struggling with with my fam. So yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for that. And I can I, what I like about it is that you can always come back to it too. It's never. I mean, I did this a while back, and we're doing it again. And just listening to those concepts for again for the first, you know, what feels like you're hearing it for the first time because you know we don't retain all especially when you're like, right. driving in your car or right. wherever you're hearing us now, for that matter. Um, right. But yeah, I uh, I, was, I was really excited about the idea of it. And then, you know, when we started to, when I started to, when we, I, we walked away from our recording session and a week has come by mm-hmm. and I was just, I, I kept the, people will come to learn about the voice in the head. The voice in the head starts saying, You know, George, you're no guru. You know, George, you're no. You're just. You're just. You're like. What can you do? To like. Add it to anything that's already been said by the author and you know someone like Oprah herself already. Um, But I don't know. Maybe people just don't like them and they like us. So through us, they'll find. Um, new information that'll help them out. So I hope that that's what you get from that.
0: Yeah, I mean, the way I look at it and because I've had those, I've had that voice in my head too uh, many times, even if I'm, you know, whether I'm in session or whether I'm in, you know, talking to a, you know, a friend of mine, you know, where I start, I start saying things and I'm like, you know, what I'm saying here is not really earth shattering. It's been said before. And what I've learned is that it's really about timing. Like sometimes, you know, you just you the, the we give out the information and it just catches somebody on the right day, on the right time. It yeah. you know, like I've heard this you know, the same piece of advice for years and then one day it just same piece of advice, but all of a sudden it just caught me in a place where I was ready to receive it and I was owning it. And and so that's why like I I had the voice in my head saying, wait, what do you, what do you mean? Like, there's already a podcast that exists. Like the author was on it. Like, why are we, well, this is, you know, this is a just a different Avenue and this is a way that we can share our experience as the Malacca guys and how, you know, how we kind of navigate the of this book and, and, and how we become present and, you know, Especially if we go to the origin of this podcast and it's men of a certain age and we understand that, um, you know, although we started this podcast based on a targeting of, of men 35 and over and, or 40 and over, and then we realized we had a lot of female listeners and then we had a lot of younger listeners. So really it's for everyone. Um, but one thing that if we go back to the, the, the origin of this podcast – a lot of, um, and this is a huge generalization, but I have found this to be true: is that out of all the pieces of the pie and the wellness wheel, and 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 the overall all the out of all the factors and aspects of well-being, where men struggle with the most is implementing spirituality, especially when um, when it, when it's not uh, targeted to a certain religion. You know, I mean, um, a lot of people who read. The Eckhart Holy books, you know, they end up becoming, you know, like, for example, they can they can practice Christianity, but they are more of an open Christian, more of a progressive Christian, more of this. You this is what I choose to believe, but you can choose to believe something else because we all end up in the same place as long as you follow or, or there's something or some channel that you're following.
1: You yeah, know? I there's there's a lot of room for people who have found um the hierarchical, the the hierarchy nature of, um, especially the most conservatives, the conservative like factions of different religions. I'm specific. I'm particularly like aware of Catholicism, and within Catholicism, there are very conservative like like branches of it, um, mm-hmm. and it's all about the hierarchy. And it's like we have already. It, w- we are the experts. We have been through this. We are like generational scholars and yada yada yada. We have all of the truth and we have all of the this and we have figured it out. All you have to do is follow this guidebook and it's the catechism. Um and I don't know. It was a really interesting concept that was brought up. Um I missed it the first time. And I I guess I've just been it's been front and forward in my head because of the like a conversation that I had with my parents and my sister recently, um, like you know, Mother's Day and Father's Day has been around. So that's I've had family in my mind, mm. um, and my sister just moved to Texas. So you know, they're not we're not all in the same state anymore. So we're we're much more we're even more fragmented now, uh, geographically than we were before. Before it was like get in the car and you could drive up four hours and see them. Now it's like you gotta get in a plane. That's the whole thing. Anyhow, but what they said was that. What um, was talking about how the concept of something like God, um, and uh, and I hope I don't lose, could people here because we're kind of like diving straight in. But the concept mm-hmm. of something like God that is like all seeing, all knowing, all magical, all you know like amazing, the, all the energy, all of the power, all of the everything. The, it is inconceivable in the human brain to understand the magnitude of that concept, right? right so then it's like but then it, but with that and so to it would make sense that human beings would create a human form of it right like we've created god in our own image or god created man in his own image so i don't know what the i don't know what the yeah the, something like that the, <laughs> but it's like it seems like a very egoic thing to do right yeah, like that okay let's well, decide yeah. what's gonna be like and okay then she, yeah i um I don't, it's funny. I was asked, I asked David yesterday about about Judaism and about the soul because something about this, oh, it was, uh, he made a funny comment about soul. And I was like, but Jews don't have souls, do you? you know, I'm like, you guys are just here, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, like, people are, boobie, you're done. He's like, yeah, pretty much, hmm. which is the difference between, I think, a big, yeah, we have in a Christian, in Christianity, there's the afterlife, right? Um, right. So, but I'm not going to get into a conversation about that. I just thought it no, was, no, like, I, I, think know, yeah. that I think that it was really interesting on what I love, what I found accessible, what, because it doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, what? Well, how would God have qualities of a human, a flawed human being if it is the, the most perfect, the most amazing, the best thing that, that exists, right? Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Right you know that god would be a punisher or god would be a, a jealous person or god you know my god is jealous or you are you will be punished and those are mm-hmm. traits that belong exclusive that belong to humans like even dogs don't really punish each other they're all instinctual right. that's right that's right so I'm not great with hierarchies. I understand that in certain processes they're important especially like with big organizations. Um but the sake that this is the only way to get to get, if we're not are you an, you're not you're not an atheist, right? No, no, I'm not I'm not an atheist. Neither am I. Um right. and so so I acknowledge that there is definitely like I I I believe in God. Um and for for that to be – for there to only be one way to get him to acknowledge you seems fucking dumb. Right. It goes against the power of what what that energy force is capable of doing for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And that's – I mean, that's why. I mean, that's why this book calls attention, right? Because, you know, you're like, well, okay – a lot of people set the spirituality bucket aside because this is what, at least in our culture. Obviously, we can't speak for everybody, but in our culture, this is what we're taught. Everything you're talking about, the hierarchy, this this image, and and this and and the the human through our human egos creating stories that are tailored for certain situations instead of. You know, making like God is punishing when you do this, but He's not punishing in this area, or He'll love you if you do this, or if you. So anyway, let's. We're gonna bring this back to ego. It's not about religion, but but it's really interesting how the the whole thing with this book. The point I was trying to make is we don't have to set the spirituality bucket aside. A lot of people see spirituality and think religion. Think of what you're describing. Yeah. And and, and this book gives us. This this alternative in a way um, of of how to see how to see things and Eckhart talks about God but not in the way that maybe traditionally when we were growing up God was spoken about.
1: I would say that even if you are an atheist and you don't believe in God, right? You're a science person and you that's it. Like you come onto this planet, you live one existence, the end. Actually, you know, very very y um, mm-hmm. You if you even in that space, there are really good there's really good like there's really good lessons that we can learn from from this man's teachings you know the idea of like the self um, being able to be present, like understanding how they how you are not your thoughts, how you know the voice within all of those things the constantly tells a story about, how I guess he was at a point in his life very, 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 very upset like very sad to the mm-hmm. point of considering of of contemplating suicide. And I think he was like actually like on the bridge at some point. He was like about to do yeah, something. Yeah. And he has and he found himself having the thought of I cannot live with myself anymore. Mm-hmm. And then like I guess this guy's really fucking smart. I don't know what his... I don't know what his credentials are. Didn't, like, look them up, but... Yeah, but definitely very... Yeah, he's, like, smart and, 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 and analytical and, like, being able to, like... Being able to do an analysis of your own thinking as you're doing it is, a, like... I mean, I guess it's a gift and a curse, but in this case, it ended up being a gift because he was able to identify the fact that he himself was having a thought about himself. Like, how can I not live with myself? How can I have that, that own thought? Like he under he started to see himself separated from his thinking like i am a person and i am and i also have these thoughts and they're not always like i'm not my thoughts exactly that's
0: that is to me the like, the that's that's the good stuff right there when he when he says when you can separate yourself from the thought and you realize that your thought that's all it is it's a and what we got to focus on is on the motivation
1: or the, the, the process behind the thought. Um, well, that's like the and, programming and the you know, conditioning that has happened yeah. over the course of an entire lifetime. Yeah. 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 But, he's, but when you're yeah. able to have that, when you're able to understand the concept of that, or you're starting to even ask the question about like, why do I always think this way? Or like you're questioning your own thinking. Um, And then how it's, and how it's affecting like your day to day and the way that you feel, the way that you sleep, the way you interact with others. Um, Maybe you're always irritable. Uh, Maybe you're always anxious, you know, all those negative kind of feelings, um, which stem from, you know, having a mind that's being led by its, like having yourself being led by every little cosita thought that you're having. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's, it's so good so
0: good yeah yeah i mean and that's i mean you know the the there are a couple things that we're built with that are hardwired in in you know as humans right um the fight or flight response for example okay extremely extremely useful you know I, we all should be very grateful for the fight or flight response right i mean because if you are in a god forbid and in, in a in a situation, and you're and you're you're one of the people who fight. Um, you know you're going to run away from real danger, and uh, and but the constant misfire of the fight or flight response is happening now, uh, in, you know in modern day society and 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 things that are perceived danger. So the perception, the thought, right, um, the perceived danger, the danger associated with a perception um, of something, and choosing how we perceive something turns into a real danger so you know now the the response is constantly activated and that's why people are so stressed and anxious you know and um and again it's that it's the perception it's the perception and and the way we react and why these things are important to us is directly related to the ego, which is another aspect of our being that is extremely useful, but we are misusing it more frequently than what it's actually used for, right? The ego protects us, right? but we misuse that all the time and it lets it, we let it dictate behavior, we let it dictate decisions, and it creates you know problems related to greed and and to pride and you know there's a lot of you know a lot of things there that being present with the thoughts and learning about the ego really is humbling like when he talks about how you know the you know the flowers you know the flowers they don't worry they don't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow don't worry about the past they know that they're going to be given what they need to still be flowers you know and being present with that like you know i i just find all that very fascinating that's what helped me to like slow my mind down that's how this book started to help me already in chapter one was to you know when he i laughed the first time he said it like be one with like stare at a tree or he said something like or and I'm like, dude, I'm not going to do that. But you know what's funny? When you actually go and you stare at a tree and after five minutes, it's just you and the tree and everything
1: else ceases to exist. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's very. It's so simple. Um, and yet it's so difficult for so many people to, yes. to grasp um, the idea that if you are... Always worried about what's going to happen next, or you're always chasing the next best thing, you know, whether it's in your job or your, you know the bonus or the raise or the promotion or the grade or the next grade or the the cum laude and the honors and the you're never like the there's a lack of it. it you create. Um, a template for like a lack of satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. Um, because and this is even. I think this is. You see this more um, when you try to when you try to use um, like purchases, like physical things, like material. There it is. When you try to use material things to gain some sort of satisfaction, you know, initially you'll be happy with the purchase and you'll be like excited about it, but it'll go away very quickly. Um, yeah. Whereas when you have a moment where you haven't bought anything and you haven't maybe really done anything, but you, you're just still, there's stillness um, and, and there's and the moment, there's nothing in your head. And the, soonest, the moment that you become aware of it, it's over, right? But just before that moment, just before you become aware of, like, where you're at and what's going on, you are connected to everything around you. And it feels there's, like, a calm. Um, and I mm-hmm. I find it when I'm doing very mundane things. Um, yeah. Like, if I'm out – a lot when I'm outside. I love being outside. I like being in the pres- – like, that's when when he calls – when he tells people to go into nature to find to see it or to feel it um it, it's become a very easy way to do it you know we have that totem of the the squirrel um sniffing the yeah. sunflower which is like the <laughs> my perfect, favorite thing in the world it's the perfect picture because that's exactly what that is it's like that's it's, exactly what we should be doing <laughs> but yeah right like that's kind of the that's where you can where you can tell that there is like joy and happiness and affection in that little squirrel taking in that lovely scent from that beautiful flower. Um, and it's, I also feel that this could be helpful too for people, sometimes when you're just spending time with like your animals and you're away from your devices and you're just like, you're petting your dog or like your dog is like super happy to see you and you're not thinking about anything else and you're literally there as, especially when you come home after like a long day and your dog is so happy to see you, you drop all your things. And maybe, maybe, Maybe you don't always do this, but maybe one day you're just like, I'm going to get on the floor and I'm yeah. going like, to let them, I'm gonna let them like, lick my face and get all over me. And, and it's just you and them together in that moment. And there's like anything that happened before that moment is gone. And anything that's about to happen after, it's not there because you're just enjoying that. And when you, if you felt that, you know what that feels, it feels good. And why would you not be able to take... Knowing that there's a possibility that you can take that feeling um, and increase the opportunity to feel it. Right. Uh, to me, it seems kind of like a no brainer Like, yeah, let's do that. Like, yeah, let's do that. I mean, I know it's all, all going to be puppy kisses because, come on, puppy kisses are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they are. But there's so many moments where you can just feel, it, feel like you're connected to the energy around you and it's not static energy, you know, that thing that's great. A lot of times when people are marching in and protest and they're chanting and they're united, they're not anywhere else. Maybe their their cause is is forward thinking like we want change, right? But right. when they're in the march and they're and they're walking on the streets and they're chanting their chants, um that is like we are here for this right now. We're not here yeah. for anything else. Um, the same way that when, like, when we're working out and you find your groove, right, and you're, like, in that zone and it feels so good and you're not like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I need water. What's going to be for dinner? Or, like, I find when your brain starts to go to those other places, that's when it starts to hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's, uh, and then what it does, and I've seen this a lot in you, and if you don't uh, agree or if I'm off,
1: you know, obviously. Oh, tell me. You. Hello. Hello. Oh no, dude. Yeah. Can you well, hear me? I, I the last thing the last thing I heard you say was I saw this a lot in you. Oh really? Oh
0: man. Okay. And I didn't hear anything oh. after that. Oh, that's a first. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll have, hopefully we will be smooth sailing moving forward. All right. Um, no, what I see a lot in you is that you're very good at saying, okay, wait, I'm not going to worry about this right now. Like, no, that's not something that I'm going to be thinking about right now. You know, you even caught me last week at the end of the episode where I was like, no, you know, like enjoy the now, right. Be here, you know, um, and, you know, I took that, I took that and, and ran with it. I, I had a, you know, a stressful situation at work and I realized that I was owning the stress and I'm like, no, this is, this is something that, no, this is all ego based me wanting to resolve. This is all ego based. This can wait. It's like when somebody says, I can't take time off of work because you know, if I take, what are they going to do without me? You know, like that's, That's crazy. I can't take time off of work, but (laughs) guess what? You take time off of work and you come back and everyone's like, welcome back. We did fine. You know, still here. Right. And you were, you know, not you, but I mean, in general, a person's on vacation, just thinking about, oh my gosh, I hope everything's okay at work rather than just enjoying their vacation.
1: Yeah. What a bummer to spend all that money and not being able to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so how do
0: we do it? I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, that's, I know that human behavior is, you know, we, we, we tend to fall into the same traps, right? So I read the book, I think probably about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I also read the power of now his other book. Right. Mm -hmm. And all the teachings stuck with me for a, a pretty long time and then it wore off so the way so now everything like i said at the introduction of today's episode you know it took for all these things to occur, everything that's been going on in the world for the last three months to then say oh my gosh i'm missing something there's i lost my balance how did how do how do i gain that again and it's like the answer you know it's like right in front of me the whole time
1: you know i was gonna where's my cop i think mine's in my nightstand yeah dude yeah it's in my nightstand
0: you know and it's right there and that's that's the that's the that's the bitch about human behavior is that sometimes we know what we need to do for ourselves and we just choose not to because there's a side of us that wants to that secretly enjoys the suffering
1: wow yeah for sure um, it's not a, I don't think it's that much of a secret. <laughs> I think people love bitching. Yeah, yeah. No, no. And I'm not saying secrets. it's it's a secret. I'm not saying it's that, almost it's a like. It, and I find that it, I, it kind of. Be, I I wonder. If, have you seen this before, where bitching kind of becomes the default conversation between two people? Yeah. Like, how's it going? Oh, you know, all thing, and it's fine, I guess. You know, or. Monday. Monday is like, oh, it's a Monday. Don't talk to me before Monday. Um, right. Tuesday, oh, Tuesday, it's so, like, Monday is chill because it's always Monday, but Tuesday is like, oh, Wednesday. Right. Oh, it's still so far. My body is sore. I have been working out so hard. Blah. And then as you get closer to the weekend, like, it, like, I guess it gets better, but that's just because you're just waiting for something fun to happen and then, like, the weekend comes and you're like, okay, fun, happen, and then it doesn't happen because whatever you're not, you're not there. You're like waiting for something, and it never comes. And you're like, man, we got my shitty. I didn't do shit. I'm back to this, <laughs> this shitty job, and it's Monday again. And, oh,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, based based on his teachings, where do we start with that?
1: Look, he gives us. He starts to break it down in chapter two a lot. Um, This is just Mm -hmm. the overview of, like, the idea of stillness and presence, trying to understand that there is a voice inside of you that dictates a lot, that wants to take you into things, that likes to seek other people who do the same things that we do. You know, if you have, you know, if, you know, you have a—you've been programmed— through conditioning and through all of the things that we've gone through in the, the course of our 40, 40 plus years now um, and experiences that have given us kind of like a baseline approach of how to, how we're going to like, why we're, how we're going to think the way we think, why we think the way that we think, why we make the decisions that we make so on and so forth. Um, and you and I have been lucky enough that we have been able to like pivot some of those um methods of thinking and just to like kind of like question it and maybe like tweak it so that we don't fall into the same traps that we did um that would make us like sad upset and anxious in the way that we were in like our 20s and 30s where there was like this feeling of doom and gloom and like like existential yeah. dread like remember like when you first went into the workforce after college maybe you didn't have this experience but i'm sure I'm not, i know i'm not the only one but it comes to a point where you you're like you're at your job and maybe it's your first job out of college and that it was for me and um i just kept thinking this is fucking it
0: i i had yes i i'm with you i've had i had that I this had is that. It.
1: and i didn't have listen, and i didn't have the experience of like okay now i need to meet a girl and have a family which is what i grew up in now it's like okay i have the job ah, i guess i gotta get a guy i guess i gotta find a guy and maybe i don't i didn't I never wanted to have a family but it was like it was this is it like right 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 you know and then you look for the guidebook on how to, be, how to be a happy adult you know at 23 and you go to your parents and your parents just tell you what they fucking did and it's not gonna maybe it worked for some people it wasn't gonna work for me
0: um well, I mean, you know, my, yeah, that's, you know, my experience was, was very uh, was very much like that. And it was very disappointing because I thought I wanted a lot of material things. And I started earning money, my first job, obviously no responsibilities. So I, I was like, I was even still living at home. I, I, I think it was two years before I bought my house. And, uh, you know, I, I remember like saying, the reason I'm doing this is to earn money to buy whatever I want, and I just bought so much stuff, and that's when I started realizing that that wasn't doing anything. Yeah, that's the first time I realized that I material things don't don't do it for me. Like you know, when people say mansion, when people say boat, when people say you know, like I'm just like man, you know, and then it gets very depressing because you're like, well, then what? What the fuck? What, what do I do now? I mean, I thought that the idea was that I was gonna love having and accumulating more and more and more, and then I'm gonna upgrade my house, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna change this, and I'm gonna buy that, and I'm gonna get a nicer car, and I'm gonna, you know, and I'm like, Fuck, I don't want any of this. And then there's like multiple depression because it's like, is it do I lack drive? Do I lack ambition? Oh. Um, is this it? like You know, and then finally, thankfully, when my kids came around, then I found my purpose. I like I earned to support and, you know, like have experiences with them and everything changed. But between like 23 and 27, it was that's when I first realized that money and material things. Nope. So which, you know, Eckhart talks about, you know, talks about like material materialism and. You know how,
1: you know, unfulfilling that is. You know, you said something just right now about finding your purpose, which is literally like the subtitle or the sub. Isn't that the oh, the awakening? Awakening to your life's purpose. Yeah. So the way, and it's good because um, you cannot do that. You cannot find your purpose in life if you are surrounded and if you're surrounded by noise and distraction and distortion, not only from the outside, but from within your own self. Right. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I struggle with the purpose a lot. Mm. Um, and I think it's, it'll ultimately reveal itself to me probably like on my deathbed. Um, because I don't know, I don't have a. T- uh, who was I t- Did I talk to this? Did I send this on the this, but There's people who walk around like, no, this happened with my sister. I was talking about my sister and I was saying to her how there's people who feel like from the moment that they were born, they knew exactly what they were gonna do. This wasn't with my sister, this was with Adri. And she, and just like, Adri always wanted to be a firefighter. I guess her father's a firefighter. She knew she wanted to be a firefighter. Like she, that's firefighter. That is what I'm going to do. And then of course, like you build a, you you build things on the side and, you know, she's into fitness and so on and so forth. David was the same way. David has always loved animals um, and he has like put all of his life's effort and his, you know everything that he does is in the is in the pursuit of saving um and improving the quality of life of animals on earth it's like it it comes from within he cannot be anything else you know right. it's um, almost
0: like out of his control like even if he tried to do something else it would just could not
1: could not could not could not um and it must be there must it must be awesome to have that feeling of like of, of like an intense like drive towards a thing because um, mine isn't you know mine isn't mine is I, I mine. I don't drive towards things. I kind of just like i kind of like too too long and I just like asking like turning over bro, turning over bro, rocks like what's this rock what does this look like okay put it down I don't like that one what's this oh right. this is too heavy like and I just I kind of just acquire. Experiences, yeah, has been my has been you know my thing, and so I, the idea the the title of it like awakening your inner purpose to me has always has, has was drew me in because it's like okay now I will find my inner purpose and it's like I still don't know. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> very very difficult.
0: No, yeah. It's very, very hard. I mean, you know, because it seems like I get the impression that you and I had a similar path in the sense that we knew what we liked to do, but the things we liked to do weren't like as, as far. And this goes, the, the whole issue with ego, a lot of it is not only internal, but it gets presented to us from external sources. So, you know, for, in, in, in my story, it's music. So I know that I love music. I know I'm good at music. I know I'm a good singer. I know I'm a good guitar player, but I, I grew up in a world where it was like, okay, but that's, you know, you're going to starve. So it was like, there. that's one thing I loved, you know? Another thing is like fitness I love. And it's like, so what What we've, it seems like what we've done is we just, we found a line of work that's a, a vehicle to enjoy the things that that we're into, where some people knew what they wanted to do from day one, and that is like the, I am doing it. You know what I mean? It's, it's pretty incredible. And
1: you know, now that I'm thinking about it, people I'd like to know, I'd like to find out. I'd like to find more people who are like that, because my Mm -hmm. guess is that when you're that focused on one singular thing, or you have, you feel like that is your purpose in life, um, or you've just, yeah, you decided this is my thing. Um, I wonder how limited in experiences that leads you. You know, like, I don't have time mm-hmm. to do anything else. I have to, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta save all, I gotta save all the, I mean, if you're, like, let's say you're a surgeon, you know, or like, I don't know, a nurse, you wanna save people. Mm-hmm. So you, like, are constantly going into places and, like, helping people. There's like people who, like, do travel nursing and they just go to, like, places that they need nurses the most because um, right. that's what they're into. Um, you must miss other stuff too, right? Like, I mean, if if the goal is balance, you know, to be so singularly minded on one, one, one thing, you lose sight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what happens to those people? You know, that's, yeah, I'd be curious too. I'd be curious to meet meet a lot of them. I mean, I know that like there's a, a lot of, Studies on how medical school takes so long that there's a high percentage of people
1: that, but by the time they they become MDS, they don't want to be MDS anymore. <laughs> Dude, that's the same thing with law school. Like, there's people yeah. who finish law school and they just—I mean, I know them personally that it was like, yeah, I graduated, but I was so far in debt that I had no choice but to like see it through. And now I like it and <laughs> I do well, blah blah blah. But what a like—that's kind of crummy, right? Yeah, what a I don't know. I just, right there. I don't, I don't. I, I, i i was <laughs> I'm passionate about experiences you are and yeah i think that's okay and I think that's probably why i try so many different like i've tried so many different like fitness endeavors and yeah stuff. i mean we have a podcast for crying out loud i want a podcast i'm passionate uh, about conversation
0: yeah conversation connection interaction
1: I am passionate reaction. about people. I am passionate about people. And every time I, you know... Every time I turn on, like, the television these days, which isn't very much, um, to watch, like, you know, the news. Right. Um, the stories being told aren't the ones. The stories being told seem to be very, very much, very similar, very formulaic. Usually, like a terrible thing happened to this person, and here's their family living to tell their, the, the the victim's story, or mm-hmm. that per, the or the or the assailant is a horrible human being, and it's just atrocity after atrocity or terrible news after terrible news, you know. Uh, the virus is spiking. You know, people aren't listening. Everyone is fighting, um, and I, I, I do wonder. You know about the, you know the forces at play here. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me wonder how. I, I ask the question like, do am I? Do, are, are, are people that do nothing but watch this shit all day long, I mean, especially people who haven't, like, gone anywhere and done anything for three months, four months, are they being reprogrammed by these by these media outlets, you know, 24-7, you know, corporate media groups and stuff like that? And I know I'm, like, getting off on a tangent, but it's, you, if you're constantly bombarded with information outside of your own, like, like thinking, it just adds to the noise.
0: Right, and, and, and you're not on a tangent. You're not on a tangent because that is the inability to separate your thought from from the thought from yourself. So if you're in, in a habit of constantly receiving external noise, external sources, um, and you're not doing anything to interrupt the reactions to the thoughts it's triggering right then you you you're not being present you're not being present with yourself you're not being present with your thoughts you're not you're choosing and this is the most for the people i've worked with that are the most skeptical ones this is this is the point that pisses them off is when i say something like we were born with the ability to choose how we react to a thought it's not this isn't new agey freaking like oh you know like let's you know like it, it let's go meditate and everything's going to be fine it's it is we for the most part unless you have obviously some kind of disorder and you know brain yeah. something went on with the brain but but for the average human being we have the ability to choose how we react to the thought but how can you react to the thought if you're not present with the thought and somebody who's watching the news all day long they're not present with the thought. They're just taking everything to what's right in front of them and just trigger it. They're just getting triggered and they're not interrupting
1: the reaction. I, you know, what, I bet, I bet this might sound naive, but I, I really believe that human beings are like the human beings, like all of humanity has much more in common, much, much more in common with each other like even people that they might have, then, then, then not, you know, even people who mm-hmm. are like polar opposites on like the sociopolitical religio scale, even mm-hmm. those people, there is more things that bring us together. There's a, the, the abundance of, of uh, the abundance of, Oh my God, this isn't going to be such a, like a big concept but the abundance of the universe to be able to draw humanity together far exceeds it's you know, far exceeds the power of division.
0: Oh, absolutely. And a lot of people don't see that because a
1: lot of people because of it, no, to because emotions, of I mean, well, well yeah, their emotions, they're ego. They're always being told, or like, no, I, I have a list of things that need to be ha- that have to happen. You know, mm-hmm. I am, you know, I'll if I am, am a Democrat. I have to vote a Democrat. I have to do this. I have to go this, this. I have to wear this. I have to say this. I have to do that to post. and anything that's not, that's not, on that 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 may deviate from that script. Right, um, means that you fall out of the group, and then if you fall out of the group, then you're ostracized, and then all of a sudden your identity, which is based on all of these beliefs that you think you have, which you most likely agree with a lot of it. I mean, I definitely am more of a liberal-leading person, and I agree with a lot more of the Democratic platform than the Republican platform, but I understand why it's very, very hard to be all in on one side, you know? Yeah. It's, I I get why people who hear things like you got to be all in on Biden, and and will say things like well come on that has to be like the worst I mean this is the shittiest election you know <laughs> Biden's this and Trump is that and it's like no you got to be all in on Biden, and even though I am <laughs> all in on Biden, I understand that the the need to question it um, right. and. And being able to find a space where that's okay, you know, it's definitely not on the internet. So just don't go there for that guy. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> if you want, if you want, you know, if you want like, I don't, know, I don't know, I don't know. But that's, that's the benefit of people. If we can get more people being in touch,
0: with us, because you are absolutely right. What are some of the emotions that bring us all together? Fear, right? Fear brings us together uh you know uh, we've all felt sadness at some point we have all felt angry at some point we have these core emotions that yeah they were triggered by different things but the emotion itself we have all experienced collectively at some point in time yes you know if you if you say i i was angry i can understand what that is i have been angry before and that is something that brings people you know together at the end of the day if you separate the thought you know, or how you, if you can control your reaction to what's going on. If you take a step back, everyone's reacting with fear. the because everyone is fearful that things are going to go a certain way, it's going to affect you know humanity. It's going to affect their lives.
1: You know? Maybe and they're afraid of losing their friends, who all are screaming one thing, so they need to like get in on the yell. There you go.
0: You can yeah. So- even at the micro level, right? Like oh, I don't want I don't want my friends
1: to think that I. Think differently than them. We, t- I mean, we talked about this. Did we talked about this on the podcast. There was a, the, the oh, culture, the, the call out culture, the mass, uh, the group thinking. The, oh, yeah, briefly. I think we briefly touched on it. This this ties into that. Yes, it does. This ties into that, and I, whenever I find myself w- where I feel like I'm with the people yelling the loudest. I will inevitably turn around and be like, wait, what are we yelling about? Wait, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. There's a lot of people yelling, wait, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I mean, I, it feels good to feel right, but wait, what? Hold on, wait, wait, what about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. What
0: oh, is wait, that what we're
1: time? doing again? Well, all of a sudden, if the yelling starts to change or they start to add new chants, I'll be like, oh, wait, wait, hold on. I didn't I didn't sign up for yeah. that. For that, yeah, for that yeah, chant. I
0: didn't, re- I didn't rehearse that one. Where did that re- one come you
1: from? You know, so there's the idea that not the idea, but like everything is, I mean, these things collide, like these, all of these ideas, these thoughts, these issues, these they are constantly colliding and they don't always line up nicely and embedded nicely. And, um, and if they do, then lucky, lucky you. Right. Right. Lucky you. I don't, that has not been my experience. Um, and, but this book was super helpful in being able to understand the difference that, Somebody's thoughts or the thoughts that I have in the life that I live um, is uh, is just one part of the existence. There's right. like being able to connect into that bigger, into that bigger like energy, mm-hmm. and you, you feel it, you can feel it, you feel it because you don't feel anything else. Right. And that silence, that like there's a hum, there's like, I don't know, I start to get goosebumps. Um is I've it's goals, right? That's kind of where I keep wanting to go to. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was I was listening. I I think that's beautifully
0: said. I mean, yeah, it's it's the the what I'll I'll tell you as we move on in this in this book, one of the biggest things that it helped me do, and I feel that I've you know, this is could be my talking, but I feel that I've, been, I've done a decent job in passing on this information is, number one is catching myself when my ego's way too involved. Because it's inevitable. It's just gonna happen. No one's perfect. You know, uh, when, we started, when I started CrossFit, I don't know if you had the same experience, but I, I had to go all in. I, had to, I wanted to learn everything overnight. And I never stopped to think, why do you feel this way? Why is that so important? Why can't you take, just take your time? what well if i if i can go back in time and i go to that version of carlos from back then and i and he answered honestly it would be i'm i just want to take the fast track to fit in and be part of this culture because i need acceptance right or i need you know i i i i want this i need this you know and why i don't know right and And which is a lot of people will, you know, you'll catch, you know, you'll catch, you start asking like, you know, if there's a weight that you shouldn't have lifted, but your ego said, you can do it. And somebody says, why did you do that? Uh, You know, who are you trying to impress? What are you trying to do? What statement are you trying to make, right? Um, And when you're able to catch that within yourself, then you can catch it on other people sometimes. And that's egotistical to begin with, but it's also helpful you know, if, you know, you could see that somebody's, you know, doing something more for their own ego than for the actual matter at hand. A
1: lot of times those people don't even know they're doing it like that because they're so right. completely out of touch with what's going on that they're just reacting to emotional responses. And that's just right. And, and I think it's important to say this, to anyone who's listening to this for the first time with these concepts, it is it's trust me, you are in the majority. Like, trust, most people live, are completely living an unconscious life. Like, they have no yep. clue that they are not their thoughts. Yep. They are not. That's right. Or people will say things like, I just can't help it. You know, I think the way that I think, and that's it. There's, I, that's I, it. or people who are, you know, my, I feel like my, I, I remember my grandmother, you know, rest in peace, used to say this, she's like, I'm just too old to think any other way. This is who I am, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, you're not your, you're not your thoughts. You're not right. You're not, right. you can, you can, you could you can choose a life without that. If you don't want, right. and if it's not, if, especially if it's not working for you, you know, like, Hey, listen, if you're listening to this and you're like, my life is fucking great. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm going to tune out for the next 10 weeks then, you know, Alabao, good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but odds are I probably know you and I've talked to you and you should stick, you should stick around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should do
0: yourself a favor. Just, you know, you know uh, oh. at least wait till, like, episode two or three to, like, make a decision. <laughs> you know, at least, you know, at a minimum. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think, so The the being present... Is something that a lot of people struggle with, and a lot of people don't understand it. Um, and it's really, it's really difficult because I've struggled with it. I, this is something that I struggle with. Every up until a week ago, when this came up, I was not being conscious. I, I, I was not being present. I had, I everything I learned from the first time I read this book, did not exist
1: so it happens all the it time just, it, it literally it's an happens. ongoing practice always 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 it's i mean it's the it'll stop when we die yeah exactly and then you got to
0: get okay with that concept i think
1: i mean this, the time on earth is limited we're already and we've already been around the moon you know half of our lives typically because you know, yeah and listen and i just want to amend what i said once before i don't think i need this to be 150 anymore no no dude no. I'm clocking out. Like, You're clocking out? I'm just Clocking like, out when? No, no, I don't know. I just, I don't, like, if, if... I'm a person that starts to, like, you start to see patterns. Like, yeah. And, <laughs> um... Let me just say, I'll just say this. I, I used to have a very, like, uptrending forecast for... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it's, I don't know, there's a good... Uh, there's a downtrend right now that I don't know I'm not too confident in. <laughs> uh circling the globe you know for another what 90 years uh, no, <laughs> no, more, no. Fuck, 110 years
0: i years. am not interested in that at all yeah
1: even in yeah. an airstream no i just you know what's really funny oh, about no, no, it. no, i there's an airstream park like two blocks away from our house right now really yeah really it's really cool i saw it walking the dogs today i thought of you I Should take a where where you tell me later on tell me where it is. I'll find. I'll. I'll. I will i will i i will not I honestly will not remember where. But it's okay. like on one of these blocks over here. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Very cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, no, I, I, I want to make sure that my kids are all right, and once I know they're okay, and maybe like a small list of experiences that I want for myself, then you know, you could you know take me whenever you want i'm
1: good (laughs) There there have been moments after a very 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 intense grueling crossfit workout where my um my bpm no my heart rate has been very 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 high and i'm lying on the floor and i'm like dizzy maybe a little nauseous and i just think take me now yeah Right hitting that right now. If it just if I just clock out right now, like we're good. Like I'm I'm fine. This is a, a great way to there's yeah, no. And then the thing is I I think it's really important that we talk about this for a second too. Like you cannot people who there's people I know people who are scared of death, and it is hard for me to watch them go through that. Hmm Yeah, it's tough. Because I don't share that. Mm. And I'm con and I'm I am and i am i am a lot of times criticized for being cold or that's just the way that you were raised. Your mother's cold. So you're cold. You guys are all cold. You don't know what it's like to have a loving, caring family. Right. Uh, That is not it at all. And that will trigger my fucking ass real quick. Sure. but it's not the case it's not the case at all i know i know love i know what that feels like i feel it in the moment you know i feel it when i'm in the presence of people who i am and that i love you know i feel it when i'm with david i feel it when i'm with my dogs i feel it like what they when i see the feeling that you have about somebody when you first see them that tells you all you need to know about how you feel about them right you know what i'm saying Yep. So, like, if I see you and, like, inside, like, my heart starts to, like, sing, there's love there. That, to me, is what that feels like. Yeah. And when, when when that person leaves and they're, or they die, um, I don't know, the pain hurts a lot. But to me, there is a direct correlation in the amount of love you have and the amount of pain and the loss. And so mm-hmm. I just see it as, like, of course you're in pain. You love them so fucking much. And to avoid the pain or like to be fearful of that pain because it's too overwhelming or it's hard, it hurts too much or it's too hard would be to, to, to want to detract from or take away from a loving experience with somebody. It's like, why would you want to do that? Why limit the love you have because you're scared of the pain of the loss?
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And all of that revolves around the ego too. That's the fear. A, that's I mean, that's that's
1: protecting ourselves. Yeah, that's that fear thing that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, I mean, I, I I struggled a
0: lot with mortality. I still struggle with aging issues. So aging and mortality for a ve- for many years was a very sensitive subject to me. And 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 I'm not saying it. I'm not saying this just because this is the topic for today, but this book helped me a lot with that you know Mm -hmm. this a lot of my fear of death was so ego-based you know it's so much of i just want to be around you know i don't you know i don't want to be missed you know i don't i don't want you know people to suffer because i'm gone and it's like man
1: Everyone's going to be all right. <laughs> I mean, you know, the life, 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 the life keeps going. Yeah, and the people who will remember us are going to be younger than us. So yeah, yeah. yeah. The way that we think of like the people who died they are older than us, you know? like Exactly. I just, there's always a way to frame it so it's better to understand. Um, but yeah, dude, you got to get go with dying.
0: Yeah, because your perception of something will determine how you act toward it. So... Um, so the the, the, the the quicker that you get okay with your perception of, of aging and mortality, then the way you approach life, the way you show up for yourself, for your loved ones, um, it, it's, it changes. It changes everything because if not, you're living in fear, right? And that is not the ideal way to go about living.
1: No. It's no. not. No, sir. No. no, sir. Not. I don't want to be scared of what people think about me on Instagram. I don't want to be scared about what my mom thinks about my soul and its everlasting eternity. I don't want to be scared about like, about my job. I don't. I don't. There's inevitable. I guess there's inevitable. Level. There's a. I, do you think? That, okay, here's a question. Do you think there is a quote healthy layer level of fear to have?
0: well the the yes the the one that's needed to run away from real danger
1: yes so then how do you reconcile people who like run toward the bullet Oh, i mean they have, you know what
0: i mean like yeah 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 that's a great question um you know well if we talk about you know the fight or flight response the way we fight changes for everybody i mean yeah, some people just Hey, man, here we go. Like, you know, I always think about, oh, it's like I get goosebumps just thinking about it. I always think about the 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 phone call with uh, one of the planes, 9-11, calls his wife and he just, you know, he says, he says, hey, you know, um, we're going to take these guys down. It was in the United flight, I think. Yeah. And, he, and, and and you know, he, he says, hey, we're going to take these guys down. I just want to tell you that if I don't make it, I love you very much. da. da, da. And right when he hangs up, like, right when he says bye, you catch him saying, all right, let's roll, boys. And, like, there are people that I don't know. I've never, knock on wood, I've never been in a situation like that. And that's the that's the bitch of it, is that you don't know. You can't say, oh, for sure I would fight, you know, like, oh. You don't know until the – there are – huge guys that can probably protect themselves, that probably know how to use a gun, and all of a sudden, it's fight or flight, and they just go... Yeah. Freeze. You don't know until you are there in the moment. So I don't know, I, I can't reconcile that, because it's just...
1: You cut out again. Oh, I did? What was the last thing you heard? you can't reconcile that because it's just oh
0: yeah you can't reconcile because it's on a case by case basis okay got it yeah you can't reconcile that because you know but um but it, it is it is fascinating though it is fascinating and um and and that healthy layer of fear yeah i mean the healthy layer of fear the only justifiable layer of fear is the one where you're running away from real danger. And I think that's the what's causing, like I said before, the sure, mass I mean, fire, is, the fight or flight response.
1: And that's instinctual. Like, you see that in nature, you know? It's like the gazelle yeah. running away from the lion not trying to get eaten. Or swerving yeah. in traffic when, like, a car, like, it gets into your lane. You know? Yeah. It's innate. You don't think about it. You just do it. Well, and the body just takes over. I mean, I
0: remember back in the day when we used to write checks... I remember bouncing a check one time and when i found out that the check bounced my body not you know logically i'm like okay you know not a problem you know it's okay but i remember my body yeah my body was like i am this i'm gonna die my body entered that mode and that's not a real danger I mean, there's a perceived danger because there's like, okay, you know, I need to solve this now or I need to go pay them or maybe this caused other things to overdraft. And, you know, and like, yeah, there's like, but I'm not going to die from it, you know, and no, you know, and, 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 but the body misfires that and the
1: body treats it like, oh my God, you know, it's the end of the world. I mean, it sounds like also when, have you ever, have you ever been the victim of an embarrassing moment? Maybe not at someone else's hands. Maybe it was just an accident. Maybe you fell in a... Oh, yeah. I've tripped down. and fallen on stage multiple times, yeah. Okay. I don't know. There was always moments where I felt like if someone, if I did something that was humorous and someone laughed at me, I was, you know, it was a catastrophe.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And your body probably entered
1: that mode
0: totally. Tears. Like, total
1: yeah. tears, sadness, rage, anger. Like, yeah. they're, they're all gonna laugh at you at that, all of that. Right, right. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all
0: gonna laugh at you. <laughs> they're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and so much of that is so ego driven. You know, it's all about what are they gonna think of me? How am I gonna be
1: looked at? What's my identity in this world, you know? That's, those are the thoughts that I can, I I can, I remember, I remember the most is always thinking about what other people are thinking about me. Sure.
0: And that's, that's, but that's growing up. That's just so much of it is, so, so much of it is
1: biological too, you know, like our brain development. Well, you raised by somebody who was like, you have to act a certain kind of way because you are a member of this family and we don't want people being embarrassed of you. Like, don't embarrass me. Don't you know? I'm ashamed don't. of you. Stuff like that. Those are the. I, that to me is the trigger word. Like those are the. I don't know what it is. Like that's the nurture that you get that I think inspire that not inspires but I, that that causes. That, yeah, those, it influences that. Yeah. That those that that frame of thinking and. That's what I was able to like. That's the part that for me I had to start to untangle. Mm-hmm. You know, like. No one, fucking ca- no one fucking cares. Right. No one, no one cares. And there's a really. Do you watch the television show Shit's Creek?
0: I, no. I, I'm, like, on episode, like, five of the first season.
1: There's a wonderful scene between the brother and the sister, David and Alexis, and he's off to mm-hmm. get his driver's license, and he's like, what happens if I don't do this and if I don't do that? And, and Alexis says, David, no one really cares. Like, nobody cares. It's not yeah. a big deal. Relax. Yeah. Who cares if you fail? Who cares? You take it again. You do it again. And he has that realization while he's taking the test that the person doesn't care about him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's not a big deal. In other words, like the the drama of it is worse. It's almost like have you similar to when you when you you know you have a task you have to do, and so you procrastinate and procrastinate, yeah. and, the, and the task becomes bigger in your head than what it actually is and right. then the, the lift of that is like even worse you know and like right. you start to like maybe you miss deadlines and you tell people like oh i'm super busy but you haven't done it and you're just like ah like all <laughs> right. is create a nightmare for yourself by just not going in and doing it
0: right yeah 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 and that's and that's all like we just psych ourselves out and the fear That's associated with not following through with that is what's very telling, but it's the one thing a lot of us don't face. We don't want to admit why we fear stuff or why we fear situations because it makes us vulnerable. You know, uh, that's why transparency is such a beautiful thing. You were talking earlier. You brought up an excellent point about how some things are just going to bring through like mutual emotions and experiences bring people together Mm -hmm. right and that's why people who are transparent and are able to apply a certain sense of humor to themselves to poke fun at themselves but not self-deprecating way Mm -hmm. but to to be transparent they become lovable almost immediately you know like you know you, you say something that's relatable you know you say something that that you're not socially not expected to say, but it's so true. And it, and everyone goes through it, that the fact that you're the one who said it out loud and made it okay to talk about makes you innovative in a way. It makes you lovable. It makes you, you know, because, you know, we, we, we have that fear of what are people going to think of me? And then when you realize like, who cares, who cares, you know, like, uh, who
1: cares, Something that this... I have... Something this book, like, was really helpful for me was to quiet the mind. That's super important for me, especially when there's chaos around me. And there's been... I mean, we've been living in fucking chaos so much these last four months. Um, And it has been... It's been beneficial to be able to rely on, you know, like, being able to go outside and do all those things. Um... But what I was going to say was that when it comes to understanding the ego, there it's like everything, right? Like you have, there's got to be a willingness, you know? Mm. Um, and I guess now I'm talking to the people who just like maybe still don't get it mm. um, or think it's a bunch of hogwash or, or like they don't have time for it. Like I, just, I don't have time for that. Um how do you how do you answer that?
0: <laughs> how do you answer I mean specifically I mean <laughs> how do you answer you know the person like you, that's you, like, like what?
1: Like I don't know, like you're like you you, you gotta have a friend or a loved one um, who who talks to you and it's really and, and, and they finish having they finish their their spiel. Um and it and you realize it's not a conversation, it's just them wanting to vent. But they vent and all they do is vent. And there's never don't take action. Not even about action because but because they're always in action. They're all if you I bet you if you were to t- if I bet you if you were to ask them about like what action should you take, they will spit off a laundry list of things that they have been doing to like, I did this and I did this and I do this and I do this. And, I do this, and, I do this. and it never seems to slow down for them because they're constantly in that, like, in that 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 hamster wheel of, you know, receiving a trigger, acting to the trigger, you know, responding mm-hmm. to it. oh, receiving another trigger, <laughs> not
0: not putting, not doing anything to interrupt the, to put
1: something between the trigger and the reaction, or maybe even like wondering like, wait a second, wait, why do I, I've been here before, like you've been here before. You de- I I know that I've had thoughts where I thought to myself, "This it happens less often," but I'm just like, "Fuck! I made the same mistake again." Like, here's an opportunity I had to like react in a different way, but I, you know, like, god damn it! And you have to like double back and like go yeah. backwards and be like, "Okay, wait, wait, wait. sorry." I oh damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, but um, look, I think that a person needs to reach a point where they just get exhausted i think a person needs to read and i think and that's why it's very tough although i have you know even in the podcast with oprah there was a young a young girl like a grade school girl that called in and asked a question i don't know if you remember that in one of the episodes but 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 for the most part you know it's it's not until we're older that we actually say all right you know what i've had enough of feeling a certain way you know, and, and then, and then we take action. But until then, it's like in one year, I'm going to be great at venting, but I'm, I'm not going to be receptive to any possible solutions. And
1: Listen, And right that's now why, we're now we're only on chapter one.
0: Right. Right no and like so you know we're definitely that's why I'm looking forward to next week because that's when we start getting into you know what is the voice in the head what is the concept of actual real self talk right the so the yeah the illusion of our of what the self is and um the structure of the ego and you know all that like well you know I'm looking forward to getting into that next week so but this was definitely a good overview of the book. Definitely a good. I think we did a good job with you know kind of touching on what chapter one talks about, what we're getting ourselves into for the next nine chapters. So, um, I hope you guys stick around with us because it's good. It's a lot of good shit.
1: It's so good. It's definitely yeah. It's it's been the one. It's been the one book that I that I have that I've got that I've read that has had the biggest impact in like shaping my adult life yeah which i feel like just started it did for the both of us i feel
0: yeah i mean there's aspects of our lives that we've been adulting but as far as internal work yeah internal work yeah Uh, so i'm i'm excited i'm excited to go through you specifically so you know i mean i'm excited for people who are going to join us and listen but you know uh, you know definitely excited for you and i because we've talked about it but we haven't gone through it together so i'm i'm really
1: really pumped about that same so, all right george where can they find our podcast you can find our podcast anywhere where podcasts are made available for listening yay it is that simple if you it grab- is that simple and we
0: have a, a website, www. Some people say www. They still say that, or no? not Moacamedia.com. Yes. And our Instagram handle is at Moacamedia.
1: Yes. George. I am at George I. Sanchez. I am at Carlos
0: Sarascanilla, or for my music stuff, at Carlos305music. And we look forward to delivering more of this beautiful, beautiful content um, next week as we get into the structure of the ego and the identifying of self and all that. So can't wait. Yep. All right.
1: See you later, Carlos. See,
0: all right. See Bye. You later. Bye. Bye. I don't know.